0: Yeah, I do think the most interesting portion of this last uh, of three parts of my podcast with award-winning author and poet Carolyn Howard Johnson, the most interesting part is when we begin talking about the difficulties of screenplays versus novels. Novels, to me, are more difficult projects because of the sheer volume of work, but Carolyn's right. In screenplays, you have no background or scene setup. Everything is squarely on the dialogue. And if you don't know dialogue and how people talk, you're in a heap of trouble. Seen any good movies lately?
1: Yeah, we see about four a week.
0: Oh, okay, so you're dedicated. Well,
1: yeah, I have a, I have a hashtag of my own. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of twubs.com? T-W-U-B-S? T-W-U-B-S.com. Com. Twubs. They have what they call registered hashtags. Twubs or two Bs? Just one B. C W O B, <laughs> twob like rub a dub dub, three men in a twob. <laughs> I know the three men inside. Yeah, so <laughs> so uh the closet. <laughs> so that's been really fun. I've got this movie movie reviews with a capital M and a capital R hashtag, and then I try to tweet about it in ways that will uh, that th- that will give. Authors something to think about in terms of applying what they might see in that particular movie to their work. Mm-hmm. Not always. Sometimes I just get carried away, but I try to do that as often as I can. And um, and that that that's, that's kind of fun. And I like this Twubs thing. So then you could actually promote that hashtag, and that would work. That would work really well for you too, Camarillo Street, or you know something. Right. Right. Else. Do you think it's a good lesson
0: for young writers to uh, watch a, a, a good... Uh, especially an older film, like from the 40s or 50s, where it has they really good
1: storyline? Oh, yeah. Because you have your oh, opening, yeah. your hook, and then you have your meat potatoes in the middle, and you have to have a good ending. And I can't tell you how many movies my husband and I walked out of this year because they just can't get that hook in the first 20 pages. And it seems like everything today is either... Uh, Action figures. First twenty pages. You yeah, know, you, that's, that's twenty minutes. I mean, at that's, least when you write a book, you've got a little more leeway than that. <laughs> right, but with a movie, first twenty pages—that's the fifth that's, of the movie right there—and you still can't get it in. Yeah, yeah. They should have it in by the, the fourth or fifth oh, minute, preferably. The faster, and you got to know—you got to know who it's about, what they want, and you got to get that hook in bef- before that twentieth page.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And you have to have, and your characters have to be interesting. Oh yeah, they have some sort of depth. And sometimes, once in a while, you'll see a movie or a book where you really just don't like the character. But they're interesting. It can be a great it can be a great movie or a great book. but You just don't like the character. Yeah, are just a real dick. Or, or there just something rubs you the wrong way and you can't do it. And, th- yeah. and that's just you know that, you that can't help just that. happens. Yeah, right. yeah. So, so yeah, we see we see. F- the best cl- the be- best class I ever took was from a woman named Tara Ison. She taught a class at UCLA's conference. They c- they happen about they used to happen about every February. Um, I was kind of was right after I'd finished. This is the place, and she took a movie and just dissected it for us in class for the whole weekend. At that same mm-hmm. conference, this is one of the reasons UCLA is really a good place to take classes if you're gonna take a class because they're in the middle of Hollywood. You know, yeah. they've, got, they've got access. Right. Aaron Sorkin <laughs> talked, talked to us at our, our, at our big gala dinner night. I mean, it was one fantastic conference. And that, was, that kind of formulated for me to the whole idea that we need to borrow from other industries and other genres and other anything. You you know, to act like this is the way it has to be done. It's always been done that way. Is you know, there's, there's a lot of wisdom out there that we could partake right. of. And so I became really kind of hooked on learning from movies in terms of Novels which are done with a narrative. Later, I taught a class there, um, and one of my students s- told me that he was taking the class because he was a screenwriter and he wanted, he'd heard that it was easier to get a screenplay pu- published, published if, he, if he wrote the novel first. Mm-hmm. So he, would, he was trying to turn it on its head. Then I asked him what, he, what books he'd read he liked, and he said he hadn't read a book in, in twenty years. Mm-hmm. And a little later in the day, first day of the class, it was like a weekend seminar, he he started getting really antsy, and for our break, he came up and said, "I think I'm in the wrong class." And I said, "Yeah, I think that you need to that you need to get a handle by reading." what narrative is Mm -hmm. because screenwriting and and novels are really very different in some ways novels are easier because you've got that narrative to kind of explain whereas a screenplay has to be in the dialogue and then the director and everything has to be read on the face or in in the actions. it's totally interpreted we have we have that extra advantage when we write a novel but there's a skill to doing that too. Yeah, and, and it's more he, work. And he hadn't ever absorbed that skill. I think most of us who have written who have read fiction absorb it just kind of naturally. We've just kind of done it.
0: Yeah. Well, the, with the novel writing, there's the, you got to paint the scene, you got to paint where you are. It, it, there's all. It, whereas in a, in, when you're a screenwriter even
1: a playwright I mean that's just pretty much yeah. almost 100% yeah. just pure dialogue and you'd, and you'd better know how to listen to dialogue you know that's that's a skill that, that a lot of authors can learn and dialect too oh yeah yeah You know, and dialect you can't pick it up sound for sound and word for word because it just doesn't work in a novel you've got to learn how to to absorb the essentials of the dialect and then and then sort of screen it down like a sieve and get the essential parts to put on the paper otherwise it drives your reader your reader crazy yeah. you you hint at the dialect in a novel in on the other hand i've seen some movies lately where they they use english actors which is very lovely and i like them but if they let them get too deep into the, the various Dialects or accents of England. For for some people, it's really hard, really hard to pick up on. And if in a movie, if you miss very much dialect, you're 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 in, you're in hot water. You're in hot water. Yeah, and um, and they could they could smooth that out a little for some of us. I'm right. raising my hand. Right. Smooth and out a little. There's for me. a rhythm to it.
0: Like uh, if you're writing about your character, and your character's from. Uh, you know, the Bronx, someplace in New York. And he were to say something like, uh, Carolyn, you going to go to the store today? Period. That's how I'd say it. But he would say it, hey, Carolyn, you going to go to the store today? It was almost like there's a comma after store and then today, question mark. That's that rhythm to that. that.
1: Yeah, you could do that with a novel. You You can do that with a novel. Yeah.
0: But uh, most people don't know to do that. They don't have the dialect. for right. they, just, <laughs> they, they trust the actor to interpret their right. own way.
1: And, and you just proved my point. You just, you, there's nothing that you study that you don't eventually use. Right, right. right.
0: <laughs> and if you're interested in people and interested in what they do and where they come from, when I meet someone at the bar, I don't go to the bar anymore, but when I used to meet someone at the bar, I've never seen them before, hey, where are you from? How did you get here? What do you do for a living? What do your folks do? Just some, and then and then yeah. okay and if you're interested in geography like that then you know where they're from, and if you've been there oh okay, I've been there blah 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 and then and then you can pick up on the accent and, and, then, and now you can kind of almost imitate them. And if you can physically imitate them, you can damn well do it writing on paper. Yeah. It's yeah. just the other techniques that are yeah difficult. that
1: reminds me of one of the of one of your books I can't remember which one, where there was there was a a bar scene and they were. It's okay,
0: but... Oh, devil's whipping his wife, probably.
1: It was, yeah, it was
0: really interesting. Oh, the alcoholic, and there's he wanted the drink, and the guy keeps pouring the drink Yeah, out. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that was cruel. Yeah, that way... I can't remember which one that was off the top of my head.
1: And there was another scene in The Devil's Whipping His Wife where they're sitting in a parking lot... At the beach. and, and the beach, and a cop comes up. Oh, yeah, that's true story. the, hu- the yeah, I figured it was probably based on based on one of your more one of one of your what, more eventful events in your life. <laughs> well, who was that? No, that
0: was uh, that took place at Magoo Rock, and uh, uh, I was out there with a friend, and we're looking at the ways near Point Magoo, and um, it was dark, and the cop pulls up and shine his lights on me and I just I just ignored him. I just kept talking to my friend and he <laughs> comes and taps on the window and he you needs your driver's license and registrations please. So I rolled down my window like a half an inch and just gave it to him. Yeah. And the next thing you know I kind of had him playing Simon Says he's like, oh, I need to come out here. There's a lot of homosexual activity out here. Well, all right, fine. All right, well, obviously we're not doing anything wrong. What's the problem? I didn't say that to him but i mean, no. like, what are you yeah. doing? I mean, he already did my, li- and you know, he—I knew at the time he'd run my license plates. So I wasn't wanted for anything. And look
1: how much life has changed since then. Right. And that's the last thing a cop would say to you today. <laughs> yeah. But you know, I understand he's got a job to do. At the time,
0: but it's just—it's just a form of authority that kind of pissed me off. So I thought, well, I'll just—I'll just put this in somewhere.
1: And that's where I put it in. At. Yeah.
0: Wrapping on the window yeah, with his with his with his. And light. sometimes
1: it's just the opposite. Sometimes the if you take light. something for, of your own, and you. You embroider on it a little bit, or make it make em, it fit. embezzle it, yeah. yeah, not yeah. Well, yeah, you do that too. <laughs> not uh, uh. What?
0: What's the term? It's not you you're, know. means you steal. Um, uh, you. Uh, yeah. You make know. the truth not so truthful. You, you you tell a
1: story and you embellish. embellish. I had them. No, I'm sure there's another one too. there you're looking for. <laughs> Uh, Too much. Yeah, the other the other approach is when you take something that isn't totally yours and make it yours. People always comment about a chapter in this is the place that's based on a child that I actually read about in another literary novel by a black author of the wealthy class back in the 40s. Mm-hmm. And they they had a, a compound on an island probably off of South Carolina or someplace like that, as I recall. And um, how she, uh, the experiences she had when she got lost in a white community and how difficult it was. So I thought, oh, my God, that's a fantastic idea, a way to show how I, as a non-Mormon child, felt Felt, uh, you know, the otherness of being that in a in a in a highly Mormon community Mm -hmm. in the in the in the late '40s when when most of Utah was was pretty Mormon. I mean, it it has changed a lot. There's a lot of tech there now, but yeah, yeah, it's 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 difficult. And um, so I just applied, I just used my imagination and applied it to what would have happened. If we, if I had taken my brother down the, down what we call the hollow, which was like a a creek, a a hollow area made by a creek, Mm -hmm. we always did that to fish with our hands, believe it or not. And that we'd gotten lost. What what would have happened if I'd gone up to the other side and gotten lost in this really, really, really rural area that uh, was on the other side of the creek? And people, people just just took to that. And it was mostly just stuff applied that was totally not not mine, but the feelings were, you know, the intent, yes. the stuff. So you bring that, and then that's what other people relate to. In your case, we all relate to an irritation with to- authoritarianism. Yeah. And in my case, that otherness, my own cousin said, "You know, we all feel that way sometimes." And I looked at her and said, "Well, you know, that's the whole point of literature is that is that you you're really you're you may be writing about one of your own experiences or someone else's experiences, but if you get to the heart of it, then there are a whole lot of other people out there who have felt the same way yeah. about the same issue." Right? So so both things work. Mhm. Yeah, but I knew it was yours. I, I just—it I, was just your personality. You just—you're just, just a badass. <laughs> I don't know about that. Um,
0: <laughs> let's see. Well, we've got about fifty minutes on here. Um, you really? Well, do you want me to? What would you like for me to plug before we well, wind I just, down here?
1: I just—I just want people who are interested in writing to do it. That's all.
0: Anything of yours on bookshelves coming anytime soon that I should notify the public? Just the
1: how-to books. My my name is really easy to Google because there's a dash in the last name. So if you use Carolyn Howard Johnson, you'll find a ton of stuff to look up that can help you with your careers. Whether there's first-person essays on cancer, there's I'm I'm an electric eclectic sort of person. Mm -hmm. So just just Google me. Okay, that'd be a favor.
0: That'll be a great favor. Yeah, and, uh, and Google, you're all move. over
1: Twitter. Oh yeah, well that's that's my f- that that's my favorite social network, and the reason it is is not because of the politi- the political nature, but less is more. For, they don't care if you market. it, right? They're, you know, they don't they don't think it's a dirty word. They, no. they they get it, right? So they're not. They have put a few limits on us lately, but for the most part, it's like go for it.
0: Well, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Well, I guess we ought to wrap it up. Okay, it was fun. It was fun. It was really it. fun.
1: It felt like old times. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like going to town. Yeah. Well, I can't believe I admitted the story of a friend and I at Magoo Rock one night, and how a cop rolled up behind us, and uh, what happened after that. Um, I just can't believe we talked about it. But anyway. And I also can't believe she called me a badass. I'm far from that. But this does conclude the last portion of my podcast with Carol Howard Johnson. I hope everyone has a great Thanksgiving holiday. Speaking of which, I'll be posting part one of my next podcast with Ron Brewington sometime this week around Thanksgiving. If you don't know Ron Brewington, look him up. He has a TV show on YouTube called The Actor's Choice, and he's the former head, of, uh, head guy of the Tuskegee Airmen chapter of Los Angeles. And he recently got Jackie Wilson a star. Oh, and Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye and Jackie Wilson stars on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. So that's a really cool podcast. Take care.